Hello, priatelia. Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast Learn Slovak and More. This show is about learning Slovak language, Slovak culture, traditions, and everything in between. I am your host, Božena, a native of Slovakia, Slovak language teacher, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you learn Slovak language at your best. This is season two and episode 11. In the last episode, I told you about the Slovak volcano Vyhorlat. Today, I want to return to Slovak customs and traditions and talk about Easter. In the Slovak lesson, we are going to use the accusative case to talk about traditional Easter food. You will also learn how to say Happy Easter in Slovak. At the end of this episode, you can find a simple recipe for one of the Slovak Easter foods, hrutka. Tak čo poviete? I say, poďme na to. Let's go after it. Poďme na to. Hello a vítajte. Hello and welcome again. I'm so glad to have you here. If this is the first time that you are here and you are new to learning Slovak language, I recommend starting with the trailer episode so you can build up your vocabulary. Please click the button to subscribe or follow in your app podcast and later leave a review on Apple Podcast about the part you enjoyed the most. I appreciate your feedback a lot. This is season two, so if you are really interested in learning the Slovak language, I would recommend starting with the season one. If you just want to listen to my podcast for fun, it doesn't matter where you start. You can also search episodes by a topic. If you want to re-listen to your favorite part of this episode, go to the timestamps to skip to the section you are interested in. Check my Instagram at Božena Slovak, where I am posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. Yesterday I went for a long walk into a nearby park and noticed that spring had arrived. New grass, plants, and buds were sprouting out, and little white flowers called snežienki, snowdrops in English, were everywhere. I thought to myself, Yarietu, meaning spring is here. And with spring, Easter and other spring celebrations of new life are coming too. Let me tell you a little bit about Easter in my family. You might already know that in Slovakia, Easter is one of the most important holidays. But did you know that the Slovaks celebrate Easter for five days in a row? I'm serious. We celebrate it from Thursday until Monday. Every day has a name and its own importance. Day one is Holy Thursday. We call it Zelenistvrtok, which literally means Green Thursday. Day two is Good Friday. Veľký piatok in Slovak, literally Big Friday in English. Day three is Holy Saturday in Slovak, Biela Sobota, literally White Saturday. Day four is Easter Sunday in Slovak, Veľká noc, literally Great Night. And day five is Easter Monday in Slovak, Veľkonočný pondelok. The tradition is as follows. Throughout the Holy Week, the family gets together, they cook and bake traditional dishes, clean and decorate their homes, color the eggs, and in some parts of Slovakia, braiding the thin willow branches into a whip. 
Now that I live in the USA, I still try to keep up with all the traditions, even though I had to adjust them a little bit to my six-day work week. Growing up in my family, traditions would start with Palm Sunday, which in Slovakia is Flower Sunday or Kvetna Nedela, because there are no palm trees in Slovakia. On Kvetna Nedela, all women would wear some piece of clothing with flowers on it. There would be also a lot of flowers in churches. And people would bring fresh blooming willow branches called Bahniatka to the church to be blessed on that day. After returning from church, our grandmother would put the Bahniatka behind the picture of St. Mary Joseph and little Jesus to protect the house against lightning. Our grandfather would cut some branches of Zlaty Dasht, literally golden rain, or for Scythia in English, and I would put it in a vase to fully bloom on Easter Sunday. When I was a little girl, I lived in my grandparents' house. I already told you about that. I remember that the preparation for Easter Sunday in my family started on Green Thursday or Zeleny Štvrtok. All the women, grandmother, mom and I, got into preparing the typical Easter dishes and goodies. The foods most typical for the Easter are Pascha or Easter bread, Hrutka or Syrek, meaning Easter or egg cheese, Shunka or ham, klobasi or sausages, varene vajcia or hard-boiled eggs, červená repa or red beets, hren or horseradish, plus kolače and zakuski, meaning various pastries and cakes. Some dishes have different names based on the region. So on Green Thursday, we would start with preparing dough for Pascha or Easter bread, and while the dough was resting and rising, we would make hrutka. First, we had to blow the inside of the eggs out of the shell. Don't laugh, please. It is a real thing. We would make a small hole on the bottom and the top of the egg using a sharp, pointy object. Then we would take a bowl and blow the inside of the egg out using our mouth. Of course, before doing it, we would wash the eggshells and let it dry. Once we got enough eggshells for decorating, we would start cooking and baking with those blown out eggs. Usually all of those eggs went for making hrutka. I'm going to add my family recipe to the end of this episode for you if you want to try it out. It's very simple. But let's get back to my grandmother's kitchen. After we made hrutka, it was time to form the paska and put it in the oven to bake it. While it was baked, we got into our kolache. Please remember, kolache simply means any baked goodies using a great chunk of dough. It is not the name of a particular pastry. I can say kolache that we usually made in my family around the holidays were makovnik, orechovnik and banik. Other pastries and cakes or zakuski were made later, usually on Saturday, and they were orechové rožky, medvedie labky, kokosové pusinky v čokoláde, medovníkové rezy and čokoládové rezy. Good Friday is a state holiday in Slovakia. It is a day off for the general population and schools and most businesses are closed. While many people usually do not go to work, stores and supermarkets are usually opened. Fun fact, did you know that there were many superstitions for Good Friday in the past? To prevent bad luck, 
One should not do following. Do not work with any nails or iron tools. Do not plant anything or break any ground. Do not wash clothes. Children should not climb tree. Adults should not work on Good Friday. Do not eat or drink anything containing vinegar. No housework should be done on Good Friday. Do not eat meat. If you're wondering if people still follow these rules, I can say some of them do. Some of them follow some of the rules and some people do not follow any of them. I don't know what exactly others were doing on Good Friday, but I can share with you that when I was growing up, we did literally nothing. For us children, it was a full day off of the school. We would sleep in, eat kolache for breakfast, watch TV, have bean soup for lunch, meet our friends in our social club, then later back at home, snack on kolache, watch more TV, have halushki for dinner, and spend a quiet evening with the rest of the family. A nice and relaxing start to the Easter holidays. On Saturday, a small portion of every dish that we prepared on Thursday would be taken to the church in a basket for a blessing. After returning from the church, the blessed food would be stored in the refrigerator to be eaten on Easter Sunday morning. Then we would get into making all of those pastries and cakes I have mentioned before. I would also dye, paint and decorate the eggs and eggshells. The decoration of eggs is believed to date back to at least the 13th century. One explanation for this custom is that eggs were formerly a forbidden food during the Lenten season, so people would paint and decorate them to mark the end of the period of penance and fasting, then eat them on Easter as a celebration. After all the cooking, we would clean the kitchen and the rest of the house. We didn't have any big decorations in the house, just zlaty dashed for Scythia in English, in a vase. Dyed eggs and decorated shells were proudly displayed in a beautiful pottery bowl sitting on the table with the Easter tablecloth on. Easter Sunday in my family was about a quiet and warm gathering over a table full of home-prepared food. We usually had two big meals, brunch around 11 o'clock and dinner around 5 o'clock. If weather permitted, our family would go for a walk to the lake Zemplinska Shirava or Vidne Jazero or Morske Oko right after brunch. Then back home, we would watch a family movie and have some pastries or cakes. I know some people had different traditions, but guess what? None of those traditions had a long-eared, short-tailed creature who delivers chocolate eggs on Easter Sunday. It's true. During my childhood... The tradition of a rabbit bringing chocolate was not known to Slovak children. You could see a picture of a little bunny on the eastern postcards, but that was it. It was considered to be, together with a little chick, an ancient symbol of fertility and new life. On Easter Monday, oblievačka or šibačka would begin. Young men and boys would get together in smaller groups to visit young women and girls from their families friends, neighbors, colleagues, and so on. Depending on the region they lived in, they would whip them and or pour water over them. In the modern version, they would just spray them with water or perfume. Men would be then rewarded for their work with delicious food and a shot of a liquor 
and a ribbon for their whip in some regions. Boys would be rewarded with eggs, hard-boiled or chocolate, and a small coin. This would be going on all morning until noon. Let me explain those two traditions. They are both pre-Christian traditions with important meaning. First, shibachka, or the whipping of women. It is not about beating women and letting them know where their place is. The willow tree was believed to be magical and the act of soft whipping was used to transfer the power of the tree to women and assure that they would be fertile and healthy in the upcoming year. The second tradition, oblievačka, or pouring cold water, or bathing of women in cold water, was very important to Slavic cultures. Water, particularly cold water from the mountainous springs, was believed to be the source of life, health, and beauty. I come from eastern Slovakia and we don't have a tradition of whipping females, but young men really enjoy dumping water on young women and girls. When I was a girl, I would wake up with a splash of cold water to my face as my brother stood over me laughing. In my grandparents' place, I would be dragged into the yard and drenched with buckets of water, and one time I was dumped into a full bathtub of water. Yes. It was a little bit uncomfortable, but it was also fun as I liked to play a game of catch me if you can with the boys. And then Tuesday came, the day for a big revenge, when the roles would be switched and the girls were splashing water on boys. That was a lot of fun. I'm not sure, but I think this twist on an old tradition was typical only to my region. Today, some women leave their homes on Mondays to avoid the so-called festivities, but in my family, we still keep it. I've been talking about the accusative case in singular for a while by now, reminding you when we speak of the accusative case, you have to think of direct object. Today, we are going to practice it with the Easter vocabulary. I used many new words throughout the episode, so I'm going to start with those in the nominative case first. Počúvajte a zopakujte. Number one, páska, meaning Easter bread. Repeat, páska. One more time, páska. Number two, hrudka, meaning egg cheese. Repeat, hrudka. One more time, hrudka. Number three, sirek, meaning egg cheese. Repeat, sirek. One more time, sirek. So just a little note here. Hrutka and sirek, it's the same thing. In some region, it's called hrutka, and in the others, sirek. Moving on. Number four, klobasa, meaning sausage, or klobasi, plural, meaning sausages. Repeat. Klobasa, klobasi. One more time. Klobasa, klobasi. Number five. Shunka, meaning ham. Repeat, shunka. One more time. Shunka. Number six. Vajce, or vajco, meaning egg. Repeat, vajce. Vajco. One more time. Vajce, vajco. Number seven. 
Maslo meaning butter. Repeat, maslo. One more time, maslo. Number eight, červená repa meaning red beets. Repeat, červená repa. One more time, červená repa. Number nine, chren, meaning horseradish. Repeat, chren. One more time, chren. Number ten, collage, meaning pie or pastry. Collage, plural, pastries. Repeat, collage, collage. One more time, collage, collage. Number 11, zakusok, meaning a cake, zakuski, plural, cakes. Repeat, zakusok, zakuski. One more time, zakusok, zakuski. Number 12, velki piatok, meaning Good Friday. Repeat, velki piatok. One more time, velký piatok. Number 13, velká noc, meaning Easter. Repeat, velká noc. One more time, velká noc. Number 14, velkonočná nedela, meaning Easter Sunday. Repeat, velkonočná Nedela. One more time. Velkonočná nedela. Number 15. Velkonočný pondelok, meaning Easter Monday. Repeat. Velkonočný pondelok. One more time. Velkonočný pondelok. Number 16, šťastnú veľkú noc, meaning Happy Easter. Repeat, šťastnú veľkú noc. Now the whole thing together, šťastnú veľkú noc. One more time, šťastnú veľkú noc. Now, listen to the following sentences and see if you can understand at least a few words. Počúvajte. Number one. Veľká noc je už tu. Number two. Čo robíme na veľkú noc? Number three. Na veľkú noc jeme a pijeme. Number four. Čo jeme na veľkú noc? Number five. Predpoludním jeme pásku, hrudku, šunku, klobásu a vajce. Number six. Popoludní jeme koláče a zákusky. Number seven. Čo pijeme na veľkú noc? Number eight. Dospelí piju alkohol, víno, 
alebo pivo. Number nine. Niekedy piju kávu alebo čaj. Number ten. Deti piju čaj, malinovku alebo kofolu. Number eleven. Želáme vám veselú veľkú noc. Number twelve. Šťastnú veľkú noc. The following is the recipe for hrudka or Easter cheese. Veľkonočná hrudka. Potrebujeme 12 vajec, 1 liter alebo 1 kvart plnotučného mlieka, 1 čajovú lyžičku bieleho cukru, 1 čajovú lyžičku soli. Postup. Nalejte mlieko do hrnca, najlepšie s dvojitým dnom a privedte ho do varu. Pridajte cukor a sol. Vložte cedník do drezu a okolo vnútornej strany cedníka rozprestrite gázu. Gáza musí byť vlhká, aby sa k nej hmota neprilepila. Vajíčka mierne rošľahajte. Pomaly vlejte do vriaceho mlieka. Lyžicou neustále miešajte dno pandvice, aby ste zabránili pripáleniu. Mlieko s vajciami miešajte a čakajte, kým sa vám začne srvátka oddelovať od mlieka. Keď zmes vyzerá ako varená praženica, opatrne ju nalejte do pripraveného cedníka vyslaného gázov. Buďte opatrní, hmota bude veľmi horúca. Zoberte konce gázy do rúk, stiahnite ich k sebe, aby ste vytvorili z hmoty guľu. Zľahka stlačte guľu, aby ste sa zbavili srvátky a pevne uviažte gázu na vrchu gule. Previažte konce gázy okolo kohútika vodovodu a nechajte vysieť nad umývadlom odkvapkať približne 2 hodiny. Hrudku neskôr rozviažte a rozbalte. Nechajte ju úplne vychladnúť a uložte do tesnej nádoby. Nakrájajte a podávajte studené. Dobrú chuť! Alright, to je všetko pre dnešok. That is all for today. I recommend that you listen to the Slovak lesson a couple of times to reinforce the learning of the language. Download the episode. You can go back to them as many times as you need. And don't just passively listen to Slovak words or sentences. Please repeat them out loud. Yes, I know, I already said it. I also recommend recording yourself and listening to your recording to hear how your pronunciation is. This way you can get some feedback on it right away. If you want the written recipe for Hrutka or you have any questions, send it to my email hello at boženaslovak.com. Also, Check my Instagram at Božena Slovak, where I am posting the pictures of what I am talking about on my podcast. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I am grateful that you listened to the end of this episode. I will be back next week with more. Check out the notes about my podcast. And please tell everyone about this podcast so they can enjoy it too. Thank you and until I hear from you again. Ciao. Ďakujem a do počutia.